Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us this week on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is head bowling coach of the Wright State Raiders, Jeff Fleck. Jeff is the women's head coach and himself a USBC certified silver coach and also a member of the Dayton USBC Hall of Fame. So, Jeff, I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, it's my pleasure. Thanks, guys. Jeff, some of our listeners may not be familiar with Wright State University and the Raiders bowling program. So could you just take a few minutes to talk about the school and some of the history behind your bowling program and how you guys got started? Absolutely. So Wright State University is actually named after the Wright Brothers. It's in Dayton, Ohio. Um, we've got about 17,000 students. It's a state-run university. And nine years ago, uh, a buddy of mine, Ty Davidson and myself, we were both coaching high school. My daughter was bowling at Moorhead State, so I had been to sectionals and nationals and kind of saw all the electricity. And, and Ty and I sat down one night and said, you know, why don't we see if we can start a program at Wright State? Um, my son was getting ready to start his freshman year in college, had been looking at um, some schools, and it was kind of the impetus was to go ahead and maybe start a program. So we convinced Jeremy to come bowl for us and some other kids. We started with 14 guys and eight girls nine years ago as a club program at Wright State. So this is, we are now in our ninth year. We've had anywhere from two to three men's teams and two to three women's teams throughout the, the years. Right now we're carrying um, 15 men and 12 women on um, two teams each. Women have been to sectionals for the last five years. Uh, men have, I mean, I'm sorry, nationals for the last five years. Men have been to sectionals all nine years, made it to nationals in 2010 and 2011. So we've had some success. Yeah, you definitely have had some success in it. You know, you mentioned being around for eight, nine years or so. It looks like you've really um, grown pretty uh, pretty quickly. How have you been able to grow the program so fast in terms of recruiting some of these you know, great players that have allowed you to, to, to do so well in, in really a relatively short amount of time? Well, we do a lot of different things. I mean, um, our, you know, our concept is all about the team, and, and we have a great involvement from our parent boosters. Um, we run a traveling league here in town every summer and we get kids um, from probably 30, 40 miles away come bowl. We average probably between 50 and 70 kids over the years. Um, so we do that on Wednesday nights for about um, 12 weeks. Um, two of the coaches on staff also continue to coach high school. So they're always out there at all the high school tournaments, um, uh, you know, getting our name out there and doing the recruiting. And because of our success, you know, it's funny when we first couple of years, we would do recruiting. We set up a recruiting booth, at the high school tournament. And we literally, we're, we'd have to beg people to come and talk to us. And now, you know, we can set up a booth and we can, we can put our third place nationals trophy on the table and then people line up to come talk to us because they know who Wright State is now. You know, they go on to collegebowling.com, they look at the rankings and they, and they see where we're ranked. And so, so we've got some name recognition. Um, we don't have a funded program, so we don't have the ability to give bowling scholarships, um, but we do give academic scholarships. And we work hard to match up our kids from an academic and a bowling perspective. We're all about school first and bowling second. Um, so, you know, we won't try to talk a kid into coming to the right state if we don't have a program for them. We do a great job of, of, of hooking our kids up with an upperclassman to help mentor them in the school aspect. Um, so those are just some of the things that we've done that, that have helped us. Um, 
you know, Roto Grip, you guys have been phenomenal for us. The ball sponsorship and the ability to get the equipment to keep up with, you know, the technology for our kids has been a big boost for us. Um, and that's a great recruiting point. Um, we do go do signing ceremonies for some of our top recruits. Um, it's not like an official NCAA thing, but it's a ceremony that we kind of do about 20, 20 minutes, um, local TV or, I mean, local newspapers, um, you know, the athletic department, they come and, and we just kind of have a, a little presentation and give them a hat and a shirt and, and, and do a signing ceremony. So that, that's kind of a neat thing. Awesome. So talk about how the growth of junior gold has helped your program out. I know that, you know, we've, we've talked to Gary Brown and some of the folks at the USBC and they've just, just been raving about how the growth and how it keeps continuing to grow year after year. Talk about how that has helped your collegiate program. Yeah. I, I think junior gold, I think the exposure to, uh, to the sport patterns and, and the type of conditions, um, that the kids are going to bowl in college as is, is probably the the key. I mean, and in the competition of junior gold, and and then they meet all these kids. You know, it's funny when we go bowl tournaments. I mean, these kids are all on different teams, but they've all know each other through the junior gold program. So even if they're from other states or or, or other high schools, uh, and now they're bowling for different colleges, there's there's still a camaraderie there that I think has has kind of developed at that junior gold level. I I think, you know, my my kids both bowl junior gold for quite a few years and. I think it's just that, you know, the whole experience is just kind of like that precursor to college bowling. Good point. Hey, uh, hey, Jeff, the, uh, your women's team right now is actually ranked third in the nation. You were talking a little bit more about uh, the team philosophy a little bit earlier about uh, team philosophy being such an important part of what your team does to, to be so successful. I and mean, it can't be easy to, to climb up the ranks and, and be number three in the nation ahead of, you know, so many other great schools, including Wichita State, for example. So uh, as far as team goes, how do you, what kind of training do you do to get the team to compete together, you know, rather than five individuals to compete together as a team? Well, you know, um, that's a great point. We, we have just over the years, one of the things, and that's one of the things, right, it starts right at recruiting. When we recruit kids, we explain this to them and we make sure they understand because every kid on our team probably will anchor or lead off on their high school team. And guess what? When you come to college, every, you can't all bowl anchor. So you have to understand, you know, where you're going to fit in. And we've been able over the years to kind of keep getting that philosophy and kind of um, bring in more and more kids that, that understand that and believe that. And, and, you know, we don't have those individuals anymore that, that worry about, well, if I'm bowling today or not bowling today, you know, some kids uh, maybe don't start, but they know that they're going to bowl later in the day because the pattern fits them better. I, somehow it's just, the girls have, have really learned to do that. We bowl Baker sometimes. Uh, the, our recent tournament, the Raider Classic, was a Baker tournament in the finals. And I had seven girls. I put all seven in the Baker lineup. So I had girls, um, the one, four, and five bowled both frames. The other girls split frames. So we had all seven bowl in that whole Baker time. So we bowled 20 Baker games, and then the six games in the finals, all seven girls, nobody ever sat. So... Mm-hmm. That, that was a team concept. So some of them only got to bowl one frame and some bowl two. Um, you know, I, I just guess I think the main thing is it's a philosophy that our kids have bought into and that we, that we sell and they understand coming in. That's how, we're, that's how we operate. So Jeff- and then obviously the success is great. I mean, we, we went to nationals last year and we've gone a couple times and we're two and out, two and out. And, and we do our goal ladder every year and our final goal is to win national championship. And I think up until last year, it was something that we wrote down. I don't think anybody ever believed it. I don't think the kids believed it. I'm not sure the parents believed it. And the coaches, you know, yeah, we kind of believed it. But last year with the success we had and coming together as a team 
And I had an All-American who uh, bowled fantastic in sectionals and didn't bowl as much in nationals because the left side wasn't opened up as much as the right side. But she was still part of the team all year. She was smiling just as much as everybody else when we got the trophy for third place. And it was just it was a huge, a huge validation of what we've been believing in and what we've been preaching and the fact that as a team, you can, you can do more than, than you can as five individuals. So, Jeff, as a coach, what sticks out in your mind as something that you see from when a bowler comes in as a freshman to when they graduate as a senior? What's one, one maybe memory that you like to have of a bowler? Oh, wow, that's a good one. I, I think the memory that I have of each one of our kids is, is how much they've grown, not only as a bowler, but as a person. I mean, I, I firmly believe that the, of all the girls that have come through the program and graduate, and I'd say there's probably maybe about six now that have gone through actually bowled for four years and graduated as a senior. I think every one of them has helped me grow as a coach and as a person um, just as much as I feel like maybe we've helped them. And I firmly believe that all six of those girls, if, if there was a high school program that needed a high school coach, every one of them could go, could, could, could go be that coach because they'd become a student of the game and, 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 they, and they would be willing to give back too. So, I mean, my memories are just that each and every one of them have just been a fantastic bowler and a fantastic person to come through our program. Uh, that's great points. It's, it's a whole lot more than just being able to throw the bowling ball, you know, down the lane. Those four years of experience and what you learn in college is, you know, the life skills is, uh, is uh, definitely, definitely important. Right. And, and, and each one of them, and they've all graduated, and it's neat to see, you know, they all stay in touch. Um, one of them, the first one, Heidi Sanders, who just went, you know, went through our program, graduated like three years ago, was at practice last night. She's going to go help us out this weekend at the tournament because we've got a conflict with a high school. So I needed an extra coach. So she's going to go help out, you know, so it's just neat to have, still have that relationship. That's for us as a quote club type program. And I don't like the term club because I think we're more of a program. It's just the difference between the funding, but for us, it's all about family. And, and I don't think that once you've been part of the right state bowling family, you're still there. Even if you graduate, you're still a member of our family. If, if you go on, on the website, and I'll let you talk about it here, um, if you go on the website, um, I'll, I'll let you give, give the uh, URL for it. it, it it's very mm-hmm. easy to see that, that it has that family type of a feel. It really is. I mean, you can see as far as when you look at the players and the coaches all together in the pictures, it, it, you, you, you are definitely a team. There's no question about it. So tell us, tell us a little bit about the website and information you have on there and, and why someone should, should take a look at it. Yeah, RaidersBowling.com is a website that, and, and the, the funny part about this is um, I, I have the admin rights to update it, but I'm not very good at it. I've got some books trying to learn how to do it. It's done through a crew that I wrote previously. But one of the bowlers in the, in the area um, actually hosts this, and he makes all the changes for us. And so he's, you know, that's another thing that's just part of our, our whole deal is, we, you know, the, the bowling alleys provide the practice. And I've got a guy that helps with the website. So every time I need something updated, I send him an email and he updates it. You know, we've got our schedule on there. We, we show our recruits. Um, we, we've got a gallery of pictures. Um, we put our traveling league information up there, um, some of our results. The gallery stuff, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because we have a photographer that came. And I think if you, if you go to the new team photos, it actually goes to a link where this photographer came in and did, did the photos for us. But yeah, that we had uh, we spent like three hours doing those photos, and it was really neat. So, um, and then you're right. We have the coaches' bio. We also have you know Shannon and uh, Shannon Plowski and Brian Kretzer, two fantastic, well-known bowlers across the nation, um, kind of as um, consultants, and, and and their bios and stuff are up there too. 
So speaking of the internet, Jeff, I was doing some research beforehand, and there's this YouTube video that pops up from a couple years back. It's called "Pop oh It, Lock God, It, and Drop It." I want you no. to explain. I want you to explain this to to the people who maybe haven't been there because this is oh. this just proves the point of what you're saying about how you guys are one big family at Wright State. So we were we had a great rapport that year with the William Penn women's team, and we were bowling. I think it might have been sectionals. Um, or, or right before sectionals, but we were going to a tournament and it was, and we were in Baker format and we were talking and, and somebody said something about, Hey, what if somebody, and I know maybe it wasn't big. I, something about if somebody shot two fifty or better, you have to do the pop lock and drop. And I'm like, sure, that's great. I'll do whatever it takes to make, keep, keep the team happy. Not thinking, and I don't even know what the pop lock and drop was. So, um, and, and the funny part about the story is, is Kristen Keenan, who was our anchor bowler at the time, got up in the tent. And we had a hundred in the fifth, and we were we were striking all the way to the tenth. And she throws the first two, and it was like almost at the end of the tournament. So I didn't even know if they remembered or not. But I wasn't going to take any chances. So I took her out for the field ball and just subbed somebody in, thinking there's no way somebody cold off the bench is going to throw a strike, right? Well, of course the girl throws a Brooklyn strike, and she's two fifty. And the next thing I know, the girls are all screaming, "You got to do the pop lock and drop, blah blah blah. You got to do it." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So they showed me how to do it. So then I did it, and then of course. Lo and behold, somebody was filming it. It shows up on Facebook, and, and now I can't get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It's uh, it's definitely you know as far as uh, as far as teamwork goes and team camaraderie. I mean, it, it definitely shows uh, that you guys are a, a very you know tightly knit unit. So that's awesome. It's good fun. Well, our concept is you know we understand we don't have the bowling money, and our kids pay dues, and we provide a way to to raise money and counter, you know, to offset the dues by, by, by um, raffling some stuff off. And we run our own tournament to raise money and the school provides money. We get a little bit of stipend for the coaches that we donate back to the program. We're all volunteer coaches, but you know, it's all about being, we call ourselves the blue collar team. So because we have skin in the game, it's their team. It's, it's, it's our team. And, you know, we've got a stake in the game. So everybody's got a piece of that pie and everybody has to, has to work hard to make it successful. And it's just that whole philosophy has caught on, and it's just it's a great feeling. I, got, I can't tell you how excited. I mean, we got, uh, we got put in the Wright State magazine for the fall edition right after the varsity basketball program's article. They had an article about the girls' success at Nationals last year. Um, mm-hmm. The school newspaper called us. We had a meeting with admissions. All of a sudden, um, you know, we were getting all this publicity, and it was really great. And, and, the, and the girls were excited. And the boys are, you know, they're, they're right back there. They're fighting to get up there. I mean, I think sometimes they're probably sick and tired of hearing about the girls' success. Um, we had a big sweeping change where we lost, like, five seniors and a junior off of our Nationals team from 20, 2011 so, or 2012. So we're kind of reloading and, and getting back there. But we've got some great bowlers now. We've got a few more coming in next year, so we hope the boys – Hope to see the boys get back to Nationals again, too. Well, Jeff, and I know one of the things that a lot of people don't always understand and trying to inform our audience that since me and Coach K have been doing some of these shows is just some of the logistical travel aspects that you guys have to to deal with. And I know we are talking before we started here just about how you guys are traveling to a tournament in Indiana, and you said, you know, girls be ready for a 6 a.m. tax because we don't know if we can go because you guys have to, to drive to these tournaments. You don't have the luxury that some of the bigger colleges do with more funding to, to either bus or, or you know, share a bus with, with the men and women and, su- and such and get there. Correct. We, um, 
you know, we have choice hotel privileges cards. Just about every kid on the team has a choice hotel card. So, you know, we use that. We stay two nights. We get a third night free. When we travel three hours or less, we do a caravan. And so um, we have a couple of the parents, um, a couple of the coaches. We have uh, one, one guy, his, their, his parents take their truck. So we have a truck with a bed and a cover for loading all the equipment in. And we, we meet, and we probably have like nine vehicles that meet at V-Review, and we travel to these tournaments. If it's, if it's more than three hours, then we usually rent a couple vans because that's usually a Tier 1. And so we've got, you know, nine boys or eight boys and a coach in one and, and eight girls and a coach in the other van, and we travel. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, I do a lot of – I'm not only the coach, but I'm the driver <laughs> to all these tournaments. So when we get done bowling, um, we're, we don't have the luxury of all piling in the bus and – Coach is getting able to sleep. we got to drive back home. But you know what? That's part of the camaraderie, too, because I can't tell you some of the fun times we've had in the vans on, on the, on the nine-hour trip to uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania, or something like that. So got a lot of memories from our trips. Hey, last, last question I have for you there. Um, mm-hmm. Regarding, you just mentioned Allentown. That's coming up here at the end of this month. And uh, what, are your, what are your goals for the remainder of this season? What's going what's gonna, to what's going to make you feel like it was a successful year? So um, we have a goal ladder, and I don't have it in front of me here, but um, last year at Allentown, we actually got snowed out the first part of the, you know, it's, there's two two-day tournaments. So we got snowed out the first travel day, so we didn't get there till the second tournament. And we led that Tier 1 up until about the last two Baker blocks and finished mm-hmm. third. And, one of our goals is to win a tier one. We've third. We also came in third this year earlier in the Midwest. Um, we're, we're right there knocking on the door. That is definitely one of our goals is to win a tier one. Um, also, you know, obviously making sectionals and, and making nationals again, but um, Allentown, we're, we're, we're hoping to do really well in the tier ones. Um, on the boys side, I think, I think our goal on the goal ladder was either top five, top eight, something like that for that tier one. So, we're kind of, we kind of do our goal letters every year and, and make them relative to improving from last year. Well, Wright State Raiders bowling coach Jeff Fleck, I uh, want to thank you for joining us. And by all means, keep in touch with myself, Coach K, and we'll do what we can to help you. We'd love to have a, a progress report as the tournaments progress for you guys and, and all the best of continued success with everything at Wright State. Oh, guys, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on today. For Tim Berg, Coach K... And Jeff Fleck, wishing you good luck and good bowling.